or by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Perfecting the love walk. This is not a suggestion to love. This is a command to love. So you're under a new commandment, and that's commandment of love. If you fulfill that commandment, then you've settled all the other commandments. Over in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 6, it says, but faith worketh by love. And I'm telling you, you are not going to rise any higher than your love walk. Power of love will turn around anything. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 25. This is a new covenant you're under now. I, even I, this is God talking, am he that blots out your transgressions for my own sake. Watch this. And I will not remember your sins. I'm blotting out your transgressions for my sake. This is God talking. And I won't remember your sins. So I'm blotting out what you did back there. And I won't remember you did it. I'll say it again. I'm going to blot out what you did. I'm not going to put it in a file because it still exists. I'm going to blot it out. And I'm not going to remember that you did it. Now, where is that? Right in the book. Is it in the book? Is it in the word? Is it true? Now, I don't care what you feel. I don't care what your neighbor said. He said that if you are confessing this and you have given your, you have asked forgiveness for it, I will forgive it and forget it. Come on, somebody say amen to this. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 12. Now, I'm letting you know something. This is why a lot of God's people are not moving forward because they still remember. And remembrance of certain things condemns the heart. And it condemns the heart. And when it does, faith comes out of your heart, not out of your head. And so once it condemns the heart, if that be the case, now no faith is coming out. Now with no faith coming out, now God can't get involved. Now God can't get involved. Now the prayer doesn't get an answer and we don't move. But if I know I'm not only forgiven, but it doesn't exist. Now look at it in Hebrews. I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and iniquities. I will remember what? No more. Notice he quoted it right from the Old Testament. Because the Old Testament was looking forward. It's pointing you to the New Testament. Now this is going to say something to you in just a minute. So, hey, wait a minute. I don't have any reason to feel condemned. I'm telling you, you're getting into places now that the intelligence of a human is not going to be good enough. Yeah. 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 Faith.
is the original technology. And words can do for you what nothing else could do. What happened when a storm came? Jesus spoke to it. Did it stop? Yeah. What happened to a fig tree that was not supposed to be there? Jesus spoke to it. Did it die? I'm saying it died within 24 hours. You can't get a fig tree. I've seen fig tree. There's a fig tree restaurant in Brazil. It's so big, the restaurant seats about 300 people. The one tree covers the whole restaurant. I'm telling you, a man speaking to that, and in 24 hours, it's withered away? That's got to be something supernatural. Now, Jesus said, as he is, so are you. And I'm telling you, there are things that are happening. People came, they're trying to get out of them naturally and they're taking forever. And these battles that we're fighting, they're taking forever. Why? Because we're still trying to solve them on the level of a fallen man. God has made the church. The Bible says the whole earth is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Why? Because you got the goods. All right. Now I'm not done. I'm going somewhere. So, in this, hold on just a minute. Now, let me go back to Isaiah 43 again, verse 25. I am he that blotteth out your transgression for my own sake, and I'll not remember your sins. Next verse, please. Put me in remembrance and let us plead together. Declare thou that it might be justified. That is prayer. That is prayer. But it's giving you prayer based on the previous verse that I'm not going to remember your sin. So you don't remember it. Let's go a step further. First John 1, 9, please. If you confess your sin, he is faithful and just to what? Forgive us our sins and what? Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So if I mess up, fess up. If I mess up, confess it. Why? So that nothing will come into your heart that will keep you from finishing the work that God has sent you to do. All right, let's keep going. In 1 Kings chapter 17 and verse 17. Now this is where a woman who had only one meal left, the man of God came down and said, feed me first. Now there was a drought. People were dying. And he was going to show this woman who believed that God will supply her need even in a drought. All right. So he said, feed me first. So what did she do? She fed him and they did eat many days, many days, she and he and her son. But now here comes a day. And it came to pass after these things that the son of the woman the mistress of the house fell sick and his sickness was so sore that there was no breath left in him. And she said to Elijah, what have I to do with you? O thou man of God, art thou come unto me to call my sins to remembrance and to slay my boy? Now let's go to another one. Let's go to a day, another translation, the NIV. Let's see what she says there. 
She said to Elijah, what do I have against you? What do you have against me, man of God? Do you come to remind me of my sins and to kill my son? Let's try another translation. Let's go to the message translation. Didn't you say read all of it? The woman said to Elijah, why did you ever show up here in this first place? A holy man bringing in, exposing my sin and killing my son? What do you think the sin was? I have an idea. I think she had that child out of wedlock. And look what happened. The boy died. Now, what did Elijah end up doing? Raising him up. Well, wait a minute. God didn't kill him. The devil killed him. And then told her the reason why God took this child is because you had him out of wedlock in the first place. And your sins are traveling with you. Is this the right bunch I'm talking to? I'll say it again. Your sins and iniquities, I will remember no more. If you think that's God, you won't resist it. Religion always puts you in a place of non-resistance. That's why Jesus never said, I've come that you might have religion. No, he said, I've come that you might have life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'm saying Satan has been stealing even people. And he's behind it. All you have to do is go to the book of Job in the first chapter and you'll see that in the book of Job, Satan said to God, I know why Job's is serving you because you're blessing him so much. He said, you just do this to him and he'll curse you to your faith and so forth. And, 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 and what happened? Job's heads came down. Why did Job's heads come down? Because of the kids. The kids were running out, doing all kinds of crazy stuff, smoking reefer, partying all night long. And Job got a little bit confused condemned about it. And when he did, this hedge came down. And when the hedge came down, he started talking wrong. And I'm telling you, there is no temptation taking you, but such is common to man. Put it up there. First Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13. I'm saying, here's what God is doing, sending you into an area. It may be a topographical area, maybe a geographical area. It may be an industry that he's sending you to, but wherever he's sending you, he's going to raise you up. Wherever he's sending you, he's going to put you on top. Say amen. But understand, on the way up, there have been carefully crafted temptations with your name on it. Say amen to that. How about 
Joseph. Here he was climbing up. Why? He got a vision from God of being a ruler. And the next thing you know, he got sold into slavery by his brothers. Did he get mad at him? No, he couldn't because there's a carefully crafted temptation for you to get bitter about what that husband did to you. Why? It's out to get you and put you down. That enemy knows that if you hold on to your love walk, then your faith will continue to work. Say amen to that. Over in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 6, it says, but faith worketh by love. And I'm telling you, you are not going to rise any higher than your love walk. Now, I'm saying to you right now, he's saying over in Timothy, put the scripture with, of Timothy up there, please. He said, all that live godly in Christ Jesus, you're going to suffer persecution. And persecution's going to come. They're going to treat you like for something. Jesus said, wait a minute, they hated me without a cause. I didn't do it. I'm healing them. I'm delivering them. I'm helping them. I'm feeding them and so forth. And they're going to talk about me and stone me. Yes. Because it's not them that's doing it. Jesus said, forgive them for they don't even know what they're doing. It's the enemy behind them trying to get you to hold you down. Joseph got there with Mrs. Potiphar. She came to him, tried to get him to lie with her. See, there's a high life and a low life. The low life comes from this system. It comes from a system where they hate. You manipulate, you get revenge. You get all, all, all that's low life. High life, holiness, love, joy, come on, sharing. All that's a high life. The high life is stronger than the low life. You can't overcome evil with evil. That's all low life. You only come overcome evil with good. You can't overcome hate with hate. You have to overcome hate with love. You are the peacemakers. You're the ones. You can pray thy kingdom come, come on, and will be done in this community as it is in heaven. And angels are going to be assisting you to bring it to pass. Are you all with me? So the last part, let's go back to Matthew again. Matthew chapter 17, chapter 18, pardon me. Then came Peter to him and he said to him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? And Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee, unto seven times, but until 70 times seven. And what is he saying? What's another, what, what is he saying? As many times 
as a brother offend you, forgive him. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You got the same love that God has. That means as many times as you offend him, he forgives you. That same love is in you. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a certain king which had taken account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought to him. He owed him 10,000 talents. That's about $10 million. For, but for as much as he had not to pay him, the Lord commanded him, saying, to, commanded him pardon me, to be sold and his wife and his children and all that he had and payment be made. And the servant therefore fell down and worshiped him saying, Lord, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. And the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and he loosed him and forgave him the debt. But the same servant went out and found a guy that owed him $5. I'm putting that in myself. Which owed him a hundred pence, and he laid his hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me all you owe me. And the fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, I will pay you everything. But he would not. And he went and cast him into prison until he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry, and they came and told the Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that he heard, he called him and said to him, oh, you wicked servant. Now I forgave you all the big debt because you desired of me. Let me, let me stop right there. So I forgave you all your sins and brought you into my family. That's, that's big debt now. Why don't you forgive him what he said about you? <laughs> Let's keep going. Should not thou hadst have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on you? And his Lord was what? Wroth and delivered him to the tormentors until he should pay all that was doing to him. So likewise, shall my heavenly father do also to you if you from your hearts forgive not everyone, his brother, their trespass. Amen. Now, wait a minute. I forgave you. Why don't you forgive him? Why don't you forgive her? I don't understand. I, I forgave you a debt that you, you, you can't even pay for. And you won't forgive him? Well, then for that, I'm going to loose the tormentors. Now, when I loose the tormentors, I don't care who lays their hands on your head for you to get healed. You won't get it because the devil's going to laugh because he's licensed on you. No, no, you, didn't, you told me to read all of it now. No, uh-uh, you, 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 no, here's what he said in James chapter four and verse seven. He said this, see, you got to come into covenant alignment. He said this, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. 
But notice a lot of people say, resist the devil and he'll free from you. They don't read all of it. Come on, they don't read all of it because all of it says you got to first submit to the word of God. And the command is you must love your neighbor. This is not an option. You wonder why I can't get healed. Well, why can't I get some prayers answered, uh, Pastor? Well, all you got to do is go up to Mark chapter 11, verse 23. And whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things that he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever you desire, when you pray, just believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Don't stop reading there. And when you stand praying, you better forgive. Now, why is that so important? Because you've got things that are happening now down in uh, places like St. Louis uh, or, or uh, what's the name of the place down there? Ferguson and so forth. Oh, and I, oh, it's kind of some bitterness stirred up. Some bitterness stirred up. What? What? I, I, I watched this thing. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is bringing a lot of division down here. That must be low life somewhere. We need some high life in there somewhere. Come on. The high life is about justice. That's what Martin Luther King said. He said, let justice roll down like a mighty stream. He preached a high life. He said, wait a minute. You want to be a drum major. All of us have a drum major instinct. We all want to be at the front of the parade. We all want to be known for something. But he said, first be known for love. He preached a sermon everywhere he went because he knew you couldn't rise any higher than your love walk. And I'm telling you, you can take that bitterness and spoil a whole family with it. Notice what he said. I'm going to turn you over to the tormentors and it's going to affect your kids. It's going to affect your house. It's going to affect your business. Why? Because of unforgiveness. Watch this. It's a spiritual law. He won't undo it. He's put it in this Bible. And I'm saying you got to shake it off. You got to say, wait a minute. I'm forgiving this rascal. I'm forgiving this lady. I know what she's it to me, but I forgive you. Now, what happens with Ferguson? What happens with that? The enemy uses that to get media, and the media is going into low life and now trying to spread it throughout the earth. I know somebody was wrong. I know somebody was right, but you still got to love because if you don't love, watch this, bitterness can come into a whole race. Well, I'm not going to be a part of that. Sure, I want justice. Say amen to that. And God will give you justice, but he's not going to give it to you with hate. And I'm going to tell you that right now. He will not violate his nature. she talked about. I ain't scared of you. I ain't scared of no leaders. I ain't scared of the White House. I ain't scared of the outhouse. I ain't scared of nobody. 
Now this is our moment. This is a time for people to step in there and start praying the power of God down on this nation because the enemy's trying to tear it up because it's still sending out people like me who are missionaries going to Africa, going to India, converting hundreds of souls. He is mad about it, but I'm telling you right now, stay in love and he can't do nothing about it. The truth will make you free. You got no choice. Love is a commandment. God loved you when you hated him. He took you in when you was cussing him. But the love of God loves you no matter how you're acting. The power of love will turn around anything. Perfecting the love walk. This is not a suggestion to love. This is a command to love. So you're under a new commandment, and that's commandment of love. If you fulfill that commandment, then you've settled all the other commandments. Over in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 6, it says, But faith worketh by love. And I'm telling you, you are not going to rise any higher than your love walk. Power of love will turn around anything. Stay on the line and walk in God's agape love to overcome any temptation that may arise to hinder your faith in Pastor Winston's powerful, life-changing teaching, The Power of Love, Volume 1. To order on CD or DVD, contact us online at billwinston.org or by phone at 1-800-711-9327. There is only one fight for the believer to fight. It's the good fight of faith, and faith works by love. Learn how to perfect your heart of love when you walk in the power of love. Today's teaching continues to introduce a key to answered prayer. It comes by faith. You know, faith makes prayer work. Prayer doesn't make faith work. So you need faith. Now, it's important to remember Galatians 5 and verse 6 says, faith worketh by love. Now, I need faith, but faith works by love. Now, what kind of love is that? That's that agape love. That's a God kind of love. So faith doesn't work out of a condemned heart. In other words, if I'm condemning myself, I don't love myself, it's very difficult to get my faith to work for me, to do things God wants me to do. Or if my heart is filled with bitterness and unforgiveness, you'll find somebody hurt somebody years ago or somebody left and walked out on somebody, so all that bitterness and unforgiveness. Well, that keeps faith from working because you'll find that your faith will not rise any higher than you're willing to love. So you've got to forgive people. When the scriptures tell us that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and it says his, our sins and iniquities, he will remember no more. Now, what is it saying here? Not only does God forgive us, but he now forgets it. Now he's given you the same kind of love that he loved to love us with and forgave and forgot our sin. He's given you that same kind of love that you can love other people with and forgive them and forget it. 
Praise God. So, Reverend, I don't know whether I can do that. That's because you've never experienced a God kind of love. You take that love, put it in your heart. That love will do miracles. It's the power of love. Praise God. Well, this is Bill Winston. We love you. And until next time, keep walking by faith. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.